table Cause you not here right now Wap con George Kounye wap con George Kounye Parce que Kounye wap SFM Tune en lot moun Kounye Pull your ass back on this voicemail bitch Love you though With a snap back in a suit on like it's draft day Draft day Draft day She said when I get home it's bubble bath day Bath day Already broke a glass of the champagne. Champagne, champagne. Is it plantain? Platanos or plantain? Plantain, plantain. She ready for the weekend. Going Mozambique. Black passports. We ain't taking meetings. Don't got a lot of life for a lot of words. When they call it that's when I'm proud of hers. Cheapy, cheapy, cheaper. Now I vape my reaper. That should be too loud. She could blow a speaker. Cheapy, cheapy, cheaper. Yo, that's my yo, queen of shit. Yo, everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking minority sports report. Ah, here's your boy, Big Black. And from that socially distant satellite of love, wishing you a happy first Sunday. Just chase dog, beaming in. Beaming. Beaming, beaming, beaming. Oh shit, there was so much sports this weekend. Oh fuck. There was so much. Everything. For the first this yeah, past week. Literally everything. Like this past week <laughs> and this weekend was crazy. Like, yeah, it was we had WNBA, we had fucking racing of IndyCar, we had NASCAR, we had MLB, we had fucking NFL. No, Thursday was the first day. NBA, NHL, uh, NFL, MLB. WNBA, uh, I think, yeah, Indy Racing all had events on the same day. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. <sighs> but even though it's first Sunday, there is NBA playoffs going on. And my nuggets, my... <laughs> oh, they came back from down 3-1 to tie up the series and are now forcing a game seven with those hapless Los Angeles Clippers, who have now played in six elimination games to get into the uh, NBA Finals, or to get to the Western Conference Finals, and lost all of them. Yeah, they. that is not a good look. This is going back to even last year, too. Ooh, excuse me. When they lost to, uh, I believe it was the Rockets. They were up 3-1 or something like that. And then the Rockets came back to knock them out. I think that's what happened last season. Um, without checking the stats or the books. But yes, those motherfucking Nuggets. I've been calling for Nuggets. Celtics final. Um, and it's still a possibility. Because uh, the Nuggets, like Julian said, they just keep coming back. Those scrappy fucks. And it, uh, it's like no pressure. They're chilling. Yeah, They're no, it was fun. It, but it was like nuts. It was a tale of like two halves. Oh like, god, yeah. The second half, the Nuggets, the Nuggets just like went up. They basically uh, like made them uh, made the uh, Clippers for eleven possessions kept them scoreless, which in basketball is fucking nuts. It was a 63-35 run in the second half. Yeah, bro, that shit was. Ah, uh, today was just a good day for sports. It was crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I was, I was freaking out in the store because I was like, I was kind of like, I had my eye on the game, but I wasn't really watching it. 
And then the fourth quarter happened, and I was like, "Oh my god, the Nuggets are like up! I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the fourth quarter." <laughs> yeah, and like seriously. And by the end, I was like, I was like, "Oh, three points, <laughs> Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, all the pressures on the Clippers right now, um, which is despite what Paul George says, he says he doesn't feel any pressure. Yeah, I, liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he has to say. He has to say that. But yeah, he's feeling all the pressure. Uh, we, God, so many, all the series, <clears throat> all the series that were going on closed out. I think Miami, did we have Miami close out last time we recorded? I don't believe we did. No, uh, they, they closed out this week, um, a couple days ago. Yeah, so Miami moved on, and they've been, they moved, they're waiting, um, Basically, well, the, the Celtics Miami playing um, Boston. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like throughout the week, though, like this all just happened, like you know, this past weekend. But throughout the week, oh, yeah. Miami was waiting for the fucking Raptors and the Celtics to cl- uh, close out. All the pressure was on the Celtics, honestly, because they went up 2-0, should have been up 3-0, but half a second changed that whole series, pushed it to seven games. Celtics closed out on Friday, uh, beat the 92-87. to 87. The Raptors were exhausted. And really, the only reason why the Raptors had that many points was because they kept getting to the free throw line. And I'm not saying that as a knock to the Raptors. I'm just saying facts because they got outplayed. Like, it was, it, it was bad. Um, but, yeah, we got the Heat versus the Celtics in the Eastern uh, conference finals. This is the first time in Eastern Conference Finals history that a one or two seed will not be participating. Which is cool with me because let's go fucking Celtics. Let's go. Uh, the Lakers beat the Rockets uh, yesterday. They closed them out four to one. That was that series, one nineteen and ninety six. Yesterday's game. Excuse me. Uh, today's game. Dude, that wasn't even close. No, that no, like, yeah, that shit was awful. That was that was a twenty point blowout the whole game. <laughs> it was yeah. bad. We watched like I watched the first quarter with you, and it was like they were down like ten or fifteen by that point, and I was, and then like yeah, every time I checked in, they were still down by at least like twenty points every time. Yeah, it was fucking bad. Um, like I said, today the Nuggets beat the Clippers. That score was 111 to 98. They will also play on Tuesday. So we have. Uh, huh? They are uh, the first NBA team in history to play uh, four game. Uh, uh, to play a game seven in four consecutive series in a playoff. Because their last two playoff series last year went to seven games each, too. Yeah, no, they're gaining a lot of experience. They're going to be tired as fuck come the finals if they make it that far. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good shit. I mean, they shouldn't. The, the Clippers on paper are a much better team. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But, man, they, yeah, they, shit, they just got their asses. You blew it. Blew an eighteen-point deficit, Clippers. Like, are you, are you forever going to be the Clippers? Like, yeah, they are. 
and they're forever <laughs> going to be the Clippers. And like you know, the cool thing about the Celtics and as well with the Nuggets is uh, they are really young teams, which is like fucking great. Obviously, a lot yeah, of young no. guys are well, in the league, but Jesus, they're so young. Yeah, Denver and Boston only got up to go. But, yeah, we'll yes. see. Go uh, Broad City, represent. Um, I'll have frauds right here. Um, but, yeah, go Nuggets. <laughs> um, go but, Celtics. Uh, yeah, so. Go Celtics. Uh, I would. I would happily see a Celtics Nuggets final. Uh, yes. That'd be great. And I've been calling it for weeks. And if it happens, ooh, I'll be mad that a I didn't put money down on it, and then b like I'd have to like you'd have to listen to me when it comes to sports now because I called this when no one else did. So suck it. NFL <laughs> time. We had. Football, baby. Oh, yeah. That first week is, a, is almost in the book. We got two games tomorrow. But, two uh, more games manana. 30, no, 28 teams have played. Dos mas games yeah. tomorrow. Uh, yeah. There's Monday night. Uh, the Broncos play tomorrow night uh, against the Titans. And the Giants will play... I think it's the Steelers. Is it? Yeah, the Steelers. Yeah, that's right. Giants play the Steelers. Those are the two Monday night games. It seems like Denver. Fucking every last few years, we've always gotten the late night, the late night Monday night game, which I do not like. Monday night, late night. No, dude, it's an eight twenty start time, which is late for here. Yeah, welcome to the rest of the world, Julian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, we had the Chiefs played the Texans on Thursday. As is tradition, the champions play the first game. Uh, that was blowout. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I had that long ass pause. That yeah, that that was <laughs> fucking. That was stupid. The Texans like. Mm. What mm. the final score was within ten, right? Thirty four, forty. Uh, twenty to thirty four. Yeah, twenty to thirty four. It was not that close. No, it was <laughs> not. For a while there, it was like seven. Yeah, they scored thirteen in the fourth quarter. It was seven. The Texans had seven points on the board for three quarters. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was. Um... <laughs> Welcome to the AFC, where the new boss is just the same as the old boss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man! Yeah, which you but, know I'm not psyched about, but whatever. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> our respective teams here in a second. I'm just gonna go through these scores. Yeah, we had the Jets and the Bills. Uh, excuse me, the Jets lost to the Bills, 17-27. The Packers beat <sighs> the Vikings, 43-34. The Washington football that team. That game was not as close as that score. No, that was another blowout, too. That was really fucking bad. Um, the Washington football team beat the Eagles 27-17. I actually didn't watch that one. Um, we'll talk about I mean, that. The, I mean, in the sense that the, fucking, the Eagles fucking blew it. Oh, of course, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, fucking... 
Yeah, we'll talk. Zach Ertz. I have I start I I I have done a fantasy team this season. I'm probably not going to do it again next year. Um, <laughs> but I did it this season, and I have Zach Ertz. He is on the Eagles, and he dropped a motherfucking pass for a really good conversion. I think they would have been in position to either tie the game or some shit. But anywho, he dropped the ball. But that's beside the point. The Ravens smashed the Browns. 38 to 6. That score is exactly what you think it is. It was a blowout. Ugh, ugly, man. Fucking Browns. <laughs> every year, every year I'm like, is this the year the Browns get their shit together? And every year I'm like, nope. <laughs> Fuck no. For real, man. Fuck no. The Colts beat, excuse me, the Jaguars beat the Colts 27 to 20. The <laughs> Philip Rivers losing in his Colts debut. Yeah, uh, he had some good fantasy points. Look, oh God, it's already starting. Why am I doing that? Shut up about the fantasy. <laughs> no, he had kidding. two interceptions though. Classic Rivers. Ah, uh, I know for real. He yeah. On uh, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders beat the oh my God, so Panthers. Uh, thirty-four to thirty. The Chicago Bears beat the Lions 27-23. This... That came down to a drop pass. Yeah, like, I know. The that Lions was... were in the red zone, and they the guy literally... Uh, it's the Lions. The with, it's the Lions. They lined it. It's the Lions. The Lions. He, there's no reason he should have dropped that fucking ball. There are no fans there. Like That was when I was like, wow, some people just suck. No, nah, I mean, he doesn't. Obviously, you make it to the NFL, you don't suck. Um, but... No, but I mean, like, within the NFL, there's, you know, tiers of players, and it's like, there's no, that man had that game won. Yeah. He lost there's that, no that reason. game. He's, I get the pressure of wanting to win a game, but there are no fans there. There are no fans there. Like, come on. Do your job and catch the ball. <laughs> Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. The Seahawks beat the Falcons 38-25. to 25. Everybody's like, everyone's like, why is Russell Wilson never in the MVP conversation? And I'm like, look, I agree. Russell's a great player. But maybe he's just a really unlikable dude. <laughs> yeah, but he's in the MVP conversation every year, though. So those people don't know what the hell they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, I'm always like, there's always talking about it. Yeah, nobody wants to vote for him because I think it's just like in the end, it's just like he's like I think he just like genuinely puts people off. Mm-hmm. Like you know, maybe Russell Wilson's like a computer program, like who just doesn't quite know how to be human. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! The Chargers beat the Bengals sixteen to thirteen. The Cardinals beat the Forty Niners twenty four to twenty. The Saints. Oh, fucking the Niners. Fucking, what is with Kyle Shanahan and blowing leads? I don't know, man. That is <laughs> real shit. That like, is real shit. He is, he, is in, he is in charge of two of the greatest, like, blown leads in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Almost, almost was it, it wasn't back-to-back years. They're like, <laughs> like within the within the same five year span though. Oh yeah, it was it was probably three years I think, three yeah. or four years, man. Yeah, because they in Atlanta and then the shit with they did and then in the Rams. Year. 
would like, oh God. Oh God. But uh let's see. They need here. to figure out how to fucking close out games. They do. The Rams beat the Cowboys. That game just finished twenty to seventeen. That was that score. And now we will bring it to Okay, tomorrow, like we said, we got the, the – the, the, oh, my God, I'm mixing up the two teams. We have the Steelers and the Giants. That's the early game. Um, and then we have the Titans and the Broncos. Uh, I'm going to pick the Steelers, even though I don't want to. And then I'm going to pick the Titans because Everything just seems to be falling apart for the Broncos. So why why win the season op- the home opener? <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the exact opposite of you. I'm picking the Giants, um, and I'm gonna pick Denver. Um, I'm gonna say the Giants. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. Out, uh, <laughs> close one. I'm gonna say 21-14 Giants for Denver. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Drew Lock who, from what I hear, has a horse cock. Uh, <laughs> uh, will uh, beat, the te- beat the Titans, I'm going to say by a touchdown, I'm going to say like 24-17. <laughs> the horse cocks is so random. All right. Drew Lock horse cock. Has a horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, so... Again, for people who may or may not know this, most uh, Von Miller, probably the best player on the Broncos, suffered a freak injury. Yeah, certainly on the defense. Yeah, suffered a freak injury out for the season, and then what? Like two days later, something else happened. Was it Cortland Cortland Sutton? Cortland Sutton went down, but he's like he's gonna play in the game. And stuff. Oh, okay, okay. He just had like. Like, he's got, like, a bruised rotator cuff or some shit. It's, like, painful, but it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, oh, I, I, like, played through it. And it's, like, oh, okay. All right, gotcha. Maybe maybe he should just sit out until it's healthy. Oh, no, okay, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. All right. So, that leaves us with two games that I haven't talked about yet. Um, that would be the Saints and the Bucks and the Patriots and the Dolphins. Obviously, we left those two alone for a reason. Excuse me. That was really professional. Uh, <laughs> Julian had alluded to it earlier. Um, you know. No. Yeah. We're looking at a new NFL landscape. Truly. We are. We're just, um, you know, same, same players, but new players. What? Yeah. <laughs> Meet the old boss, same as the new boss. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, um, the Patriots won today. Yeah. Cam. Looking and good. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> you know how to feel about it. You want Cameron well, to do well because I want you Cam like to do well. Because you're like, Cam, but fuck the Patriots. I get it. I get it, Julian. I get it. I get it. We all get it. You can be of two minds. It's fine. Let me just tell you, NFL world, (laughs) you let Bill Bill Belichick have Cam Newton for nothing. For real, bro. You let him have Cam Newton for nothing. And you were like, it'll be fine. And like, if 
this could be bad. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fucking scary. This was their first game. Again, granted, it was against the Dolphins. Um, he, you know, <laughs> it, magic didn't work out. It, you know, but it's yeah, twenty-one to eleven was the final score. Cam Newton had two rushing, at least two rushing touchdowns. Um, he was the rushing leader, I think, on the team. Yeah, he was. He did. He had the. He did have the most rushes on the team. Yeah, two two rushing touchdowns, and then um, I think I want to say Sony Michelle had a rushing touchdown as well. But uh, it's uh, going to be awesome because Cam Newton can throw the ball if he has to. Cam Newton can also run. Um, and he's bigger than a lot of motherfuckers on the field too. And that's what a lot of people tend to no, forget. He's a huge dude. Like he's a big motherfucker. Um, so yeah, like Julian said, Hey, meet the old boss. Same as the new boss. Um, it's going to be exciting to watch because Cam Newton just, like you said, they got Cam Newton. They fucking, people are going to be pissed off that they didn't pick up Cam Newton. Uh, because you can watch film from when he was in Carolina before he got injured and dealt with that shit. Uh, but you can. I think he just needed a new, like, he needed a new team. I think he needed to get out of Carolina. He just needed a fresh start somewhere. No, they, that's exactly what I was going to get to. I was say, or trying to get to, excuse me, was like the coaching staff, and it seemed like the organization really didn't know what to do with him. And as a result, other people not being smart enough were like, well, He's done, you know. He 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 can still do whatever, but we're he's not what we need, you know. But it's man, what a fucking steal! What a fucking steal! Patriots get the win, so Belichick up one, swinging it on to the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Saints beat the Bucks. Tom Brady's new team, Rob Gronkowski's new team. They lost to the Saints, 34-23. Drew Brees and the Saints, looking like Drew Brees and the Saints. It really, yeah. like Julian said, meet the old boss, same as the new boss, or like meet the yeah, whatever the shit. I'm high. Um, meet, meet the meet, meet the new boss, same say, as the old yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that old but, adage. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, that first drive, that first TD looked Tom Brady looked classic Tom Brady. Classic Tom Brady. Uh, classic. But it's also just like. You know, I think Tampa needs time to just gel. You know, Brady's been in the same system, same coach for, I don't know. I heard a, I heard a stat today that the, the Patriots, with Cam starting, this is the first time in 22 seasons the Patriots will start a quarterback they haven't drafted. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, fucking you know, crazy. like Tampa in week I think that's when we're going to really find out whether or not this team is good. Yep, because it's the same shit when he was with the Patriots. <clears throat> the The Patriots, when they get there, you know, their losses usually came early in the season. Um, and it does. It takes, even with the preseason, it took Tom Brady time to, you know, fire on all cylinders. So I can't even imagine with a whole new team. It's going to be shitty in Tampa for a little bit, but like you said, when that page turns, it's gonna fucking turn, and it's gonna turn hard. Um, yeah, like Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a good fucking receiver. Yeah, Brady. 
Brady had the most fucking passing yards last season of any team, and he didn't have shit. He didn't have anybody to throw. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But also cue every fucking think piece right now that's like, is Brady a system quarterback? Oh, of course. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not we're not we're not going that far. Um, no, <laughs> I believe when I see Tom Brady go down, like you know, when I really see it, then I'll believe it. Exactly, we'll, we'll say that shit jokingly, um, but yeah, we, yeah. we don't really we don't mean that shit because that's fucking blasphemous. Uh, I can say that. On the flip side, we can say that Belichick's system works with. A talented, with a high-level quarterback. Not even, because, fuck, Matt Castle even did pretty good that one season. Yeah, no, I mean, like, what was it? Like, the, Miami just had, like, an even better, like, an insanely good season that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just happened to, <sighs> but, but yeah, man, man. Mm, football. No, I think, I mean, Belichick, I think, is, you know, probably the greatest NFL coach ever, um, yeah. you know. I just dislike him very much as a person. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not your head coach. Um, yo, he's got a Subway commercial. Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I laughed because you were the first person I thought about. <laughs> mm. uh, That's your and I'm going to do a, a sleeves cut-off joke, you know, because that's, that's funny. Fuck you. You, uh, you don't know what humor is. <laughs> you see other people in pain, and you're like, that's funny. That's... <laughs> Play that funny skit. That funny skit that's on the TV all the time. Are you talking about that Save the Children ad with the starving children? Yeah, that's hilarious. Jesus Christ. Play that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But getting back to actual football, Tom Brady threw two interceptions, two touchdowns. One for pick six. Tom Brady, yep. Tom Brady's the only quarterback who threw a pick six today. Oh shit, that's a great stat. I didn't fucking know that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Old Drew Brees didn't have a lot of yards, but he did have two touchdowns, no interceptions. Better than Tom Brady, right? And yeah, I mean, just at the end, all that matters is that final score. That's it. That's it. That's it. Before no one we... much cares how you win, just as long as you win. Yep. Technically, since it's the start of the new week, Sunday, we do have one more game happening, which will be the start of the NFL week, which would be Thursday Night Football, Bengals versus Browns. Wow. Starting <laughs> off with a hot one. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, I guess Joe Burrow, that's the appeal, but still, it's like, really? That's I mean, your first Thursday night game? Also, at the same time, just get it the fuck out the way, you know? Just get it out of the way. Just get that yeah, shit out of the way. I mean, if it were up to me, we would just get rid of fucking Thursday night football. Good but it's God. not up to you, Julian. It's not up to you. So, right? Because they need the money, Julian. The fucking money. Because they, they can 
stand and not make all the money. <laughs> We're going to have Wednesday so night football a, and let's Tuesday. Put a shitty product on the field. Then, <laughs> like, all the games are lopsided and boring to watch. But hey, win Thursday night, so you got to do it. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the, the only thing in today's fractured society that gets big views are fucking sports games and award ceremonies. <laughs> where, where would you put the Thursday night game? Okay, if we did Thursday nights, here's what I would do. Only teams, I would only start the Thursday night games after bye week start, and you only play Thursday night if you're coming off your bye week. Okay. So you have extra time to prepare for that short week game. You would still keep it on Thursday. I'm saying, like, if you could get rid of the Thursday night football game, where would you put I'm that extra game? I have another game. Fine. Do, like, two Sunday night games. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, do a fucking doubleheader Sunday night and fucking Monday night. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah, you know, have a late, late Sunday night game. <clears throat> have one that starts, you know... But for me, you're like they're never going to get rid of it. But, oh, of course, you know, of course. At this point, I'm I'm just like, all right, fine. Have them have the teams that are coming off their bye week. They that's when they play the Thursday night game. But then both teams are rested. They're they've had time to prepare. It isn't like coming. They're not coming off a short week or whatever. And you know, because it's, it's just like they're not fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <coughs> I don't watch them. I'll check my phone for the score. Yeah, That's about no. it. I'll yeah. like pop in every you know every once in a while, but like most of the time, it's like oh, you know the home team is blowing out the visiting team because that's how it always fucking goes down. Yeah, I'm not looking forward. To, I guess I, there's other shit I'd rather do. I love football, but Thursday night is really it is an inferior product. It's, uh, and also, sometimes the uniforms make games literally unwatchable. Oh, yeah, that's real <laughs> shit. Those color rush uniforms. Oh, my God. For someone who's not colorblind, oh, my God, they're fucking hideous for the most part. Are you watching this game? I literally can't. Like, I can't see. When they hit each other, I can't see what's happening. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. <sighs> That was my favorite, though. That was when I discovered colorblind Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Tight. <laughs> hey, is anyone else having a real problem seeing the two teams? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. I wonder how many people found out they were colorblind from that game. I bet a few. I bet a few were like, like a really uh, like they're they're probably like mildly colorblind, but that game like probably they were like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, because that shit like, like <laughs> even for me, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like I could see why you were having an issue with that because it was just fucking terrible, terrible, terrible decision, terrible jerseys, terrible uniforms. But, you know, all proceeds go to a good cause uh, every season, I believe. So that's why they have them. <laughs> yeah, they go to the teen charities. Yeah, so that's why they have them and that's why they exist. So they support a good cause. But Jesus Christ, they're fucking hideous. Um, we have some hideous 
I at least I have some hideous baseball stuff. But first, we're gonna throw it to Scame, cause that nigga called, and he gives us the lowdown, and we spend a lot of time talking about wrestling, cause wrestling is fucking tight. All right, so take a listen. Yo, yo, what up, dog? How are you, my guy? Just chilling, bro. Hey. How are you doing? I am also chilling. Watching chillin', chillin'. a lot of fucking sports today. Um. Yeah, well, I've been kind of half-assing it. I, I watched the Pats game, obviously. Yeah, I watched that. I put on good. the I put on the Bucks Saints game, but I've been kind of just bullshitting through my phone most of the game. Yeah, boy. Shit, what's that on Fox? Yeah, I'm about to pull that up on my computer while we re- while we record here, so I can yes, sir. keep watching things. I can't spell Xfinity though. There we go. Ty, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Ty, that's all you needed. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. All right. Uh-huh. So I believe uh, the Bruins played. No sir. Yeah, I fucking wish. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so sadly, Bruins have been long gone uh, from these playoffs. Uh, but in the Eastern Conference, <clears throat> we currently have the Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New York Islanders. Uh, Lightning are leading that series 3-1. to one. So it, it's making me happy that the team that beat the Bruins are beating everybody else. Right. That way I don't feel as bad. Because it would have been, it would have sucked if they got swept by the Islanders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe even worse. But uh, yeah, so Tampa Bay's up 3-1. to one. Uh, They beat the Islanders 4-1 to one yesterday. They have their Game 5 coming up uh, this coming Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Western Conference Finals We have the Vegas Golden Knights Taking on the Dallas Stars uh, Dallas is leading that series 3-1 to one. They beat uh, Vegas last night two, uh, so, Yeah, last night 2-1 to one. Uh, Their Game 5 is going to be Monday And we're recording this on Sunday If it matters for anyone Yeah word, word. Word. Yeah, so yep That's the Conference Finals as of now uh, Looks like we're going to be Getting to well, the way things are looking, we'll probably have uh, the finals starting sometime next week. I'm assuming they might give them a couple of days off, considering, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, if both of those series end. Uh, maybe like a Friday, Saturday uh, start for the finals. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, if these go seven, if these go longer, I mean, obviously, it'll be sometime next week. But the way uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas are playing, it might end this week. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of the Golden Knights Stars game. And by a little bit, I mean the last 15 seconds of the game. And <laughs> I was like, man, my eyes still suck. I don't have hockey eyes. I don't have hockey eyes, bro. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's a tough sport to follow. I mean, it's so fast paced compared to watching everything else. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, but I saw that, so that was good. Um, I am getting a little better. Some of the boys I work with at work, they're pretty big hockey fans, so they're always like, yo, yeah. watch this shit. Yeah, it's, it also comes with, like, knowing the game, kind of understanding what's going on. Like, when they're breaking out of their zone, you kind of understand, like, okay, they're probably going to pass it to one of the two guys along the boards. Just little shit like that, so it kind of makes things a little easier to follow up. To but yeah, it does yeah. take some getting used to when you're just getting into the sport because if not you, yeah when NHL was on Fox they tried to do that little highlight thing on the puck 
Yeah, that was for so the, the Olympics. Casuals can follow along. That was for the Olympics. No, they also did it for the NHL season. Oh, I remember for the, the Olympics. NHL, there was a short period of time where the NHL was on Fox, um, and they yeah they tried that out. A lot of the regular hockey fans weren't happy for it, but I mean we understood they were trying to get those casual people to like me to follow the puck and see what the fuck is going on. Like me. Yeah. Fucking yeah, no. casuals. Fucking casuals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even one of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're the occasional. <laughs> the occasional. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry. Tangent's over. Alright, so um, jumping into some uh, combat news, combat sports news before some UFC updates. Um, Iran executed a 27-year-old champion wrestler uh, named Navid Afkari mm-hmm. um, Saturday, so yesterday for us. Um, this was because he took part of a protest, uh, anti-government protest back in 2018. Um, everybody on his side is saying that it was a peaceful protest, but somewhere along the lines, a uh, water supply company security guard got stabbed to death. Yeah. And they pinned it on this dude. Um, they aired his confession last week, which he, I mean, obviously they aired it, so it's him actually giving the confession. But he said that he was tortured into giving that false confession. Yeah. Um, Dana, the, the reason I found out about this is Dana White put out a video. I, I came across it on Twitter, him pleading, like, please reconsider execution, blah, 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 this, this, and that. Um, and I, I started looking into this shit. It's, it's crazy. Uh, Dana White, he's a, he's a Trump guy, so he put in a call to Trump. Not sure how much Trump actually fucking tried to do. Um, uh, he, Trump tweeted about he it. He tweeted. Cause, no, he definitely tweeted. Because that's, yeah, that's um, all he does. Yeah, he, he tweeted, but who knows if he actually tried to pull any strings behind the Fuck scenes. no, he didn't. Yeah, I highly doubt it. But, I mean, there was also a petition with, like, I think 20-something thousand names on it that they tried. Uh, but, yeah, the government, they didn't give a fuck. They still executed this poor dude. Yeah, that's just unfortunate. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, 27 uh, years old, man. And he's the champion for your fucking, fucking country. country. Right. Right. But that just, these like, these authoritarian regimes and fucking, you know, this is why it's not like this in the country. I mean, it is in our country. We're not like publicly executing people, but people are getting killed publicly all the time. Um, So this is why we talk about this kind of shit. I've never been to Iran, probably never will be to Iran. I do have Iranian friends, um, but the issues are real and that's why we bring this shit up yeah and his lawyer even came out and said like there is no proof whatsoever that he's guilty of this crime but yeah. they they still executed him based off of a, a forced confession if the torture allegations are true yeah no that's just crazy though yeah it's it's fucking nuts but uh yeah so crazy shit that I just stumbled across during the, in the middle of the week sent me on a, a wiki dive and fucking trying to figure out what the fuck happened and all that shit but yeah some craziness there uh, but good for Dana good on uh, Dana White for trying to make a difference yeah for real um, I mean I know it's the sports like the combat sports community it's not as popular as the rest of the sports world but nice to see them come together to try to try to save this guy's life 
Um, now jumping into, sadly, <laughs> jumping into the UFC card. Uh, it was kind of a shitty card. UFC Vegas 10. Um, I did like the main event, uh, which I I meaning to go back to watch because I heard it was a war, but because of the race, you know, I had priorities. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh, opening up the card was, well, the main card um, on ESPN Plus was Billy Quarantillo defeating Kyle Nelson by KO. Uh, it was like six or seven seconds into the third round. Uh, uh, Quarantillo dropped Nelson with the right hand right in the fucking face, like right in Right in his nose area. I, I actually typed in Snotbox uh, <laughs> for where he hit him. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but yes, it, it it stunned him, put him down, and then uh, he didn't even like, he, he was winding up to throw a punch while this dude was on the ground, kind of turtled up, but the ref was already stepping in, like waving it off. Um, so yeah, big knockout for him. I think he got a bonus for that. Uh, the next fight up was Bobby Green defeating Alan Patrick by unanimous decision. Uh, the next fight up was Ed Herman defeating Mike Rodriguez by controversy. Um, but in reality, it was a submission uh, by Kimura in the third round. Mm. But the controversy came in round two. Uh, Rodriguez hit Ed Herman with two knees to the body, clearly to the body, that dropped Herman. He kind of like leaned up against the cage and like slid his back down the cage and kind of sat down. And the ref stepped in and stopped it like it was a low blow. Uh, when I watched, I watched the replay like a couple of times over and over again. You don't obviously they don't have the ref in the in the shot, but where he's when he steps into the picture, it kind of looked like he was behind Rodriguez, which maybe why he didn't see where the knee actually landed. Uh, but yeah, you know how Dana hates these fucking ref controversies. Yes. He fucking compared this dude to um, what's that dude's name? Remember the dude that disappeared? Um, Mario Yamasaki or whatever his name was. The ref? No, 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 not him, not him. Uh, Steve Mazzagatti. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know why we don't see him on TV anymore? Why? Because of fucking Dana White and, and Mazzagatti's shitty calls. He he called this ref like he said it was a Mazzagatti level fuck up wow so when you're comparing it to that guy you know it's a pretty big fuck up I just think he was just out of position um but sadly they gave this dude uh they gave Ed Herman his five minutes to recover from the supposed low blow which it definitely wasn't he helped sell it a bit uh, cause he kept like you know, like covering his balls and shit like that, making it look like it was actually a low blow. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the interview afterward, he said, I don't know if it caught me in the knee or if it caught me in the groin, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, caught you in the stomach. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Uh, but Herman was able to recover, survive that second round, comes out in the third round. Uh, he ends up getting, I don't remember how they got to the ground, but Herman's on the bottom, Rodriguez is on top. Herman was able to get a Kimura off his back um, and he had it in locked in so good that Rodriguez's only hope was to try to like roll out of it. And when he did that, <clears throat> Herman rolled with him. So they switched positions. Herman ended up on top. And I'm telling you, that Kimura was deep. It looked like he was going to twist his arm, like right off his arm, like off his shoulder. Um, and as soon as Herman stepped over his head with his leg to get that little extra leverage, he instantly tapped. Like it was, there was no chance in hell he was squirming out of that shit. Uh, but Ed Herman, like I said, winner by submission due to controversy, a.k.a. Kimura. 
<laughs> uh, next fight up after that was a uh, women's fight. It was uh, Roxanne Modafari. I don't know if you remember her. She was on that uh, women's tough season. No. Uh, she defeated Andrea KGB Lee by unanimous decision, uh, which I was kind of sad about because I like Andrea Lee. She's a great fighter, but she's got some tough losses. So she's she's one of those people that like she's popular, but never gonna get past mid card kind of deal. Yeah, that happens a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot. Sadly. Um, next up, we had Otman Azatar or Azator. No, I think it's Azatar because it's AR at the end. I don't know, whatever. But he defeated Kama Worthy by TKO punches in the first round. Uh, Worthy was, try- for some reason, he was trying to, like, he kept trying to reach for the clinch. Like, you know, just trying to grab grab hold of Azatar. Mm-hmm. But as he's doing that, he's just eating punches. Like, punches to the face, punches to the head, like, to the jaw. Like, he was just eating these shots, and he's still reaching for body parts. I'm like, bro, back the fuck up. What are you doing? Uh, one of those shots actually dropped him. Uh, he tried to turtle up, and Azatar just jumped on him, um, got in that little turtle position, like the ride position, and just started punching him until the ramp. I think it was Herb Dean had to jump in and save him. Man. Like, back up. Stop going for the clinch. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I say that it's, I'm sitting on my couch. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's a no. different story when you got punches coming at your face. Oh, fuck yeah. No, we, we, we all, we, yeah. Take that with a grain of salt. Like you said, we sit on our asses while we're talking yeah. shit. <laughs> so. And who knows? He, he may have gotten hurt by, by something before that. Uh, I don't know. Like, because like I said, I wasn't watching this card. I, I, all this knowledge that I got from these fights, I seen highlights. So I, the footage I seen was like the, the specific stuff and then what happened so I don't know what led up to that um, maybe he was rocked and that's why he was just like you know, muscle memory kind of reached for a clinch who knows but like I said he was just getting lit up while he was going for that clinch didn't make any sense to me mm. but anyway that was the, the co-main uh, in the main event we had Michelle uh, Watterson aka the karate hottie oh, taking yeah. on Angela Hill uh, I don't know if you remember Angela Hill. She's one of those tough contenders. She's also the one that dresses up like Street Fighter characters during the um, the weigh-ins and stuff. Yeah, tight. Yeah. I don't know. One of the popular ones that they I've seen pictures of her, they, there's one that she dressed up like Sagat. Uh, but Michelle Watterson won that by split decision. Uh, everything that I've seen about this fight, it was a five-round war. Um, and it, it, from what I read, it could have gone either way. Um, Looking at the two, I would I would have given the fight to Angela Hill because she I mean she, obviously she got some bruises and stuff on her face, but Watterson had this big ass hematoma like on her forehead over her eye. Man, not as bad as uh, Joanna and Jacek's. Yeah, that shit was not, that nothing was, like that. Oof. Yeah, nothing like that. But it was a fucking it was a pretty solid hematoma. So just looking at the two fighters, you would think that Angela Hill won, but. Watterson got the split decision, and I definitely want to go back and watch that because that got fight of the night, and I heard that five round, the the fifth round was just like nonstop action between the two of them. So I, I might go back and check that out later. That's fucking nuts. But yeah, so that was uh, another shitty UFC Vegas ten. <laughs> uh, we actually got one coming up next week, which is actually going to be a solid fucking card. Uh, that's the Colby Covington. The MAGA dude that everybody's hating. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's him versus Tyron Woodley. Uh, these two, yeah, these two don't like each other. They've been trying to fight each other for a while, and it's finally going down. Uh, also, we got Donald uh, Cowboy Cerrone taking on Nico Price, which is a fucking big fight. Um, and then Kazmat Chimeev, who just got a fucking visa. He's fighting on this card. That's going to be a hell of a fight with um, Mishirat. The, the guy he's fighting is going to be crazy. Uh, Johnny Walker's coming back. He's fighting Ryan Spann. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that Brazilian jiu-jitsu girl, Mackenzie Dern. She's taking on Random Marcos. And it's a fucking solid card for next week. Wow. And that's, uh, that's a Vegas fight card? Yeah, that's UFC Vegas uh, 11. Sweet. Um, and that is the last one before they go back to Fight Island. Because... Uh, um, I believe UFC, fuck, what number is it? 250, 250-something. Is Hold it 253? Yeah, I was like, it's got to be 253 because 252 was um, the last one. That one is going to be, from what I hear, it's, it's going to be from um, Fight Island because, I mean, obviously, Adesanya is coming from New Zealand. Paulo Costa is coming from Brazil. Mm-hmm. So it's probably easier for them to travel to Abu Dhabi than it is to come all the way to the U.S., but yeah, I'm, I'm like 90% sure that is going to be at Fight Island. Tight. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, yeah, September's got a, two more good fight cards on it. Uh, so next up, we have AEW and Wednesday's edition of Dynamite, uh, which kicked off with Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers, who are already in the ring, uh, yep. for a solid tag match. So listeners when the regular roster is already in the ring you know it's going to be a dope ass match yeah when nobody's in the ring <laughs> it's going to be a quick one yep yeah <laughs> yeah you, when they're already in the ring at the start of the show that means they got a lot of shit to cram in in their time yep like, let's go um and yeah with the lucha bros and fucking i mean luchasaurus is not much of a high flyer but he does his thing, and then Jungle Boy's a beast. So, I mean, this didn't disappoint. This is probably... I don't know, I can't even say that. All the matches this on Wednesday were pretty dope. Uh, but this one uh, started... Not started off, but... Um, the Lucha Bros were trying to go for that move that they do, that pile driver, where one of them does the pile driver, and the other one does the foot stomp off the top yeah, rope. top rope, yeah. Yeah, they hit Jungle Boy with that shit. And then as soon as they did that to Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix ran and dove out of the ring to take out Luchasaurus, who was outside on the mat. Um, but uh, Jungle Boy was able to kick out of the, the pin attempt, kicked out at two. And then um, after that, the Lucha Brothers tried to set Jungle Boy up for a Canadian destroyer off the top rope. Uh, but Jungle Boy was able to pull Ray Phoenix into the way. Yeah, that's uh, So when Penta Al Cerro M <laughs> jumped off the top rope to do the Canadian Destroyer. He actually did it to his own brother. Um, and then Jungle Boy was able to roll up Ray Phoenix and steal the win. Uh, after the match, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus made a quick exit uh, because Butcher Brothers started arguing, started pushing and shoving each other in the ring. Uh, that's when Butcher and the Blade came out. Eddie Kingston was already out there ringside. Uh, they all get in the ring trying to separate the Lucha Brothers, trying to calm the situation down. Uh, Eddie Kingston starts talking all kinds of shit. Uh, he made a couple comments about, uh, he made one about Pac. Um, 
like, where is he? They said, like, where's your British friend? Yeah. Um, he talked to the Blade. He went, where's your wife? Talk about Ali. Um, basically saying like he, he's the only one there for them this this and that um, he, but he finally got the situation under control made uh, Lucia brothers shake hands and right as they right as they were about to leave and end it he made a little comment that he never officially got eliminated from the casino battle royal at all out which he actually didn't yeah I, I, I meant to look back I, I wanted to watch that again um, but so I honestly I, spaced it I believe at some point he goes between the ropes and he's outside of the like on the apron mm -hmm. and then that's when he gets like he gets set up on the top rope and thrown off like out of the thing he went through the ropes he never officially went over the top rope gotcha okay yeah. okay I didn't go back and watch it I'm, I'm trying to go off the memory from two weeks ago yeah yeah but I remember seeing it and I was gonna I don't remember if I made a comment to you that night or if I was going to and I didn't but he, yeah, he didn't go over the top rope. Yeah, no, so it's interesting how they're gonna work that into, uh, I don't know, maybe a three-way. Yeah, because it was all Lance Archer up until that yeah. point. So. Or maybe they make him fight Lance Archer to see who's the actual number one contender. I don't know, but we'll see how that works out. Uh, I know we've talked about cutting the interviews and all that shit, but I figured I'd throw the Matt Hardy. One in yeah, no, no, because that's up. significant. That's you know. That's yeah. Cool. So um, as we went over before, Hardy took a bad fall uh, during a spot at All Out off of a fucking scissor lift through a table where he they basically cleared the table and he landed back and head first on the concrete with uh, Sammy Guevara landing on top of him. Uh, but he came out and spoke to the fans, um, thanked them for their love and concern, like for his health and safety and shit like that uh, he said he's expected to make a full recovery and that he plans on making a, a run at the title once he's healthy and cleared to compete uh, his wife and infant were in attendance uh, he made a couple references to them and shit they showed them on camera mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's good to see that uh, he's okay for one and that he seems to be still on good terms with well at least him and his well his wife seemed to be on good terms with AEW since she was actually there yeah uh, she seemed very heated about that whole situation that went down I mean of course you would like if you saw your fucking husband and or wife go through that kind of shit like yeah you know especially but, his age man right right you know and like I'm sure not, he talked to her he's not old but as a wrestler he's old oh yeah yeah for sure he's a wrestler old no fucking question yeah. Um, but I'm sure he Especially talked to his wife. Yeah, I'm sure he talked to her about it and shit. And was like, listen, you know, this is this was my call, because it was like you can't force anybody to do anything, um, even if yeah, they're not in their right minds. But <clears throat> is his wife Puerto Rican? Because she looked Puerto Rican behind that mask. Because, oh, I have no idea. Or <clears throat> uh, like Mexican or something, though. She's she's brown. No, well, she might just be super tan. Mm. Oh, no. It oh, might be. No, yeah. She might be some kind of Spanish. Her last name is Reyes. Oh, she's from Queens. So, yeah, she got to be some Oh, kind she's of fucking Puerto Rican. She's got to be fucking Puerto Rican. She's from yeah. Queens, bro. Rebecca Victoria Reyes Hardy is her name. Oh, snap. But, yeah, like, I was looking oh, at yeah, the... Oh, yeah, she's, she's of Puerto Rican heritage. Whew. Bro. Good Come call. On. Come on. I love me Puerto Ricans. 
especially Puerto Rican women. That's all I dated exclusively up until I was like fucking 18, 19. Then I was like, oh yeah, there's other types of women on the planet other than Puerto Rican women. But uh, yeah, Matt knows what's up. Good for you, Bet. Um, Matt's going to win the title. There's no way in hell AEW is going to put him through that shit to have him come back to not win a title after like all the shit that he's done for wrestling just in general and shit like he's, he's gonna yeah because like who else are they gonna put there I don't think they're gonna put MJF in there yet Jericho's nah. well we're getting to it but he basically took himself out of the title hunt mm-hmm. um yeah Cody can't right yeah there's really nobody else I think it, unless they actually look to give it to Archer or something yeah it's gonna be tight I mean, I, th- I still think John Moxley is going to have it for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely once agree. They, I could see it going to Matt next. Or even, no, that's... All right, here's how I see it. John Moxley is going to probably have the belt until at least April of next year, right? Mm-hmm. In my eyes. Um, whoever's the next person to get the belt is only going to have that shit for like three to six months. And then it's yeah. going to be Matt Hardy. And then whatever happens after that, I don't fucking know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, tight, tight, tight. Wrestling. There is still, there's still so much more wrestling to go through. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Arch Cassidy taking on Angelico. Uh, Angelico is a member of the Hybrid Two tag team. Uh, they've wrestled a lot on Dark. They, I think they've been on Dynamite maybe one or two times. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I've seen them around for a while. Uh, but yeah, solid match. Uh, basically, a showcase for Orange Cassidy. Um, he hit his orange punch, which is that Superman punch that he loves to do for the win. Uh, after the match, Santana and Ortiz came out and attacked Orange Cassidy from behind. Uh, best friends then came out and, and saved Orange Cassidy. And then they challenged Santana and Ortiz to a parking lot sh- uh, showdown. Yeah, uh, which right. I believe is supposed to be this week. I don't. I think it's this week. Bro, it's, oh shit! I totally forgot about that. And then after that, um, another int- like kind of interview thing. Uh, Kip Sabian introduced his best man for his wedding to Penelope Ford. Oh yeah. Um. So he came out. Supposed to be interviewed by Tony Schiavone, but him and Penelope Ford kicked Tony Schiavone out of the ring, and then he made made two attempts to call for his best man. Uh, one of them turned out to be one of Sabian's Twitch subscribers. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't I don't know if that's a, like a real Twitch subscriber or if it was just something that they made up there on the spot or whatever. I have no idea, but uh, from what I read, it was supposed to be a, a Twitch subscriber. Yeah. The I'm hoping person. it was a real Twitch subscriber because that would have been that's like hella dope if that really that's was. what I was thinking like maybe it was some kind of contest that he did yeah. um, I don't know but uh, the second person to come out was Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> um, so <laughs> after they got that squared away Sabian announced his actual best man um, and he introduced Miro who is uh, formerly known as Rusev when he was in the WWE yeah uh, so yeah this was a, a a big deal in the wrestling world I guess uh, Rusev was very popular in the WWE um, and loved by fans because he got a he got a pretty big pop when he came out from the fans yeah a huge pop like I was 
I felt at that moment that's when I was like okay I'm not a wrestling fan I'm a fan of AEW and the promotions they fuck with because I don't watch the WWE and that might be crazy to some people but I don't so I had no idea who he was and I remember saying to you like yo who the fuck is this dude like niggas are going crazy and that's yeah and there was a lot of articles about his outfit really maybe you made a comment about his his Disney Gucci shit yeah yeah so apparently the shirt he was rocking was $650 Jesus Christ the pants were like 2500 Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah some Gucci Disney collab um oh. forgot somebody posted something about his his wardrobe and like they broke it down by everything that he was wearing and how oh much it cost oh my and god like but uh, yeah, so he was out there styling in his Gucci. His pants uh, cost as much as my computer. Like that's crazy, <laughs> nigga. Like what the fuck, nigga? His pants. I can pay my rent for two months with his. I'm pants. saying I can pay my fucking mortgage <laughs> with his pants, dog. That's fucking. Crazy. One leg for a month, like one leg per month. Yo, bro, that is. When you say it like that, it's just hitting me even harder, dog. Oh my god. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so during his little uh was promo that he shot when he got introduced he took a few shots at the well i don't know if it was a few shots but one specific shot he basically told the wwe that they could shove the ring up up their ass basically he took a shot at vince yeah um but yeah. i'm all about i'm all about that life look at tom brady looking sad because he's about to lose Oh, it's a commercial on my end. Uh, but yeah, so th- this is interesting. I don't know if this is going to be like Sabian's new tag partner now that uh, yeah. uh, this dude, Jimmy Havoc, is gone. Or if um, this is just kind of their way of introducing Miro. Uh, but yeah, I, either way, I, I think it's going to be good for Sabian. Because he's like a young up-and-comer, and if he tags along with this Miro dude who seems super popular with everybody, yeah, it's gonna bring him to the next level. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. It's it's a little bit of both. It's yeah. for people like me who had no idea. I mean, like I know, I know. Once you once we found out it was Rusev, I was like, oh shit, I remember. You know, I know of this guy, obviously. Yeah, I remember the name and him getting cut, uh, leaving WWE and all that shit. Well, I don't know if he got cut, but I remember the name leaving WWE. And it was rumored that he was coming to AEW a while ago. I'm just kind of surprised. Maybe he had one of those clauses that he, like the non-compete clause. He had to wait a certain amount of time. I think that's what it was. Because he's such a big fucking, you know. Big name. Like, if... Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Because I remember reading that. Like, imagine they were like, if Rusev got cut and got signed by AEW and showed up on that show next week, it would destroy. Like, it wouldn't yeah. destroy WWE, but, you know. Yeah, Vince so, yeah. don't want that shit. Well, it's good to see him. Uh, I'd like to see him in action because, I mean, I probably... Because there was a few times I've watched a couple of WWE pay-per-views with some friends and shit like that. But 90% of the time, we're just bullshitting and not even paying attention. So I may have seen this dude in action and have not even remember. Um, but I'm curious to see him in the AEW ring. Especially, he was a big boy, too. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, not a small man at all. <laughs> and, uh, so next match up after that, uh, we had Chris Jericho and Jake Hager of the Inner Circle taking on Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. Uh, this, I don't, I don't remember how, but apparently this was an ODQ match. I don't yeah. remember where or how that stipulation came about. 
Mm. But uh, I wasn't complaining. No. Uh, but Janela, Joey Janela got taken out of the match uh, towards the end when Hager kind of like, he didn't really slam him. He kind of dropped, not even like, he just kind of like lightly dropped him on the table. But uh, <laughs> it was off the stage, so when he lightly dropped him, he went through that table hard as fuck. But he didn't throw him, he didn't powerbomb him, he just kind of let him go. Um, but yeah, so that's how Janela got kind of taken out of the match. Uh, Sonny oh. Kiss tried to take over and do uh, a lot of do some work on Jericho and Hager. He, he got the move where he, Onside kick. I think he kicked um, Jake Hager in the stomach and then went and did like an axe kick to Chris Jericho who was kind of laying on the ropes. Uh, but that was kind of like the only big offense he got off because uh, right after that, he tried to go for a move off the top rope. And Jericho hit him in the face with a fucking fire extinguisher. Yeah, dog. Um, <laughs> and as he stumbled off the off the top rope and tried to like clear his eyes, he walked right into Jake Hager, who gave him uh kind of gave him the standing arm triangle into a slam. It kind of looked like the rock bottom. Like yeah, like a rock modified bottom. rock bottom. Yeah, and yeah. then once he was on the mat, he locked in the arm triangle, but instead of choking him out, he just used it as a pin. Um, and that's how Hager and Jericho got the win. Um, and as I alluded to earlier, after the match, Jericho took the mic and basically announced that him and Hager are taking uh, a run at the tag team titles. Yeah, that's going to be... So that's why I said Jericho kind of took himself out of the... Mm-hmm. the AEW Championship title picture because they look to be making a tag team run. Yeah, and God, dude, that's that shit. They're stacked as fuck. Every everything that I know about wrestling and everything that I see online, whether or not people hate AEW or love AEW, there's one thing that everyone says: their fucking tag division is stacked, and it yeah. is fucking stacked. So the, yeah, that's like, man. I, I do agree that they are super stacked with the tag division, but I don't understand as I if your tag division of actual tag teams is that stacked, why was your long running tag team champions two singles guys? And why are you throwing in another two singles guys as a tag team into the mix? Um, but you're already super deep with legit tag teams. Why I don't know. It's for the casuals, like hockey. Um, you have to keep the big names involved in somehow because the diehards, people like me and you, we're still going to watch it whether Chris Jericho or Jake Hager are in it or not. But for the people who are still on the fence, like that's why they still need those guys to do it. That's why Kenny Omega, not necessarily Hangman. Hangman, at least as far as I know, got bought to Kenny's level during that run. Um but it's the yeah, same reason why because um, you know Kenny Omega he can carry a show you know Chris yeah. Jericho can carry a show so you want to keep those guys involved somehow but yeah, yeah I agree with sense, but I, just, I agree with everything you I said though I see it as like a WWE tactic like just you're, you're the new guys in town 100%. you got all these young tag teams just fucking showcase them stop, stop trying to yep. make these older guys be like the f- what is it is that the right term? Like the flagship? Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely <laughs> like, right. I don't disagree. I understand. Like, it make, yeah. I mean, have them join, do a couple of matches, but don't make them a long-running champion for, like, fucking a year or some shit like that. 
Yeah, like, I, yeah. Let these actual tag teams get a chance. Yeah. Do not disagree. All right, keep like, it I know you'd love to see private parties and tag team chance. Oh hell yeah, nigga! Shit. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. <laughs> uh, so next matchup, we had Nyla Rose taking on, well, not taking on, she defeated Tay Conti, uh, the recently signed Tay Conti. Um, Conti had a nice arm bar locked in. Um, she got, she's got a jujitsu and I believe a judo background uh, out of Brazil. Um, so she was kind of showcasing that there. Uh, but Nyla Rose is a beast. She powered out of that shit and ended up um, hitting Conti with the beast bomb to get the win. A hard beast bomb. <laughs> Vicky did a little promo thing after 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 the match, but it basically just said like we're here and we're gonna now it's gonna win the belt back. Basically, what they said. Uh, after that was the main event, which was the TNC Championship match between Brody Lee and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, this one was a great match. Uh, kind of back and forth. I probably seen. I think this was the match Brody Lee got his ass whipped in the most. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because even the, the loss to, to Cody, I think, didn't he beat Cody's ass ninety percent of the match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one is actually good to see Dustin getting in some good offense. Yeah, he even hit fucking Bob Brody Lee with the crossroads, his brother's move. Yeah, that's was tight. Um, got, got a two count out of it. Would have been. Imagine he won it with his brother's move. Yeah, that, that would have been, been nuts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so after that, like I said, very close match. Um, Rhodes hit a pr- pretty big clothesline for himself. Um, it's not one of his finishers like Brody Lee's is or anything like that, but it was still a huge ass clothesline. It took him out of his tournament hat out, as they say. <laughs> um, but uh, Lee was able to kick out at two. Um, after that, they kind of started trading shots back and forth, and Lee ended up hitting uh, Dustin Rhodes with two kind of super kicks. I think it was only supposed to be one, but the first one got kind of botched. So yeah, it was. With the second one cleaner. Yeah. And then um, Dustin kind of did the thing where he bounced off the second rope, um, and then like came back and walked right into the discus lariat clothesline, and that's how Brody Lee got the win. Uh, after the match, Cole Cabana came out with the rest of the Dark Order to celebrate the win, and uh, Brody Lee kicked them out. Well, kicked Cole <laughs> Cabana out. Yeah. Uh, because Cole Cabana is the reason they lost their match at All Out. Uh, so, yeah, he's still feeling the heat from that shit. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. And uh, so after that, after they kicked Cole Cabana out, they did a little bit of celebrating. The Dark Order picked up Dustin Rhodes and kind of held him in position, let Brody Lee kick him right in the dick. And then they all start celebrating again. And uh, the show ends with Brody Lee looking into the camera and saying, come home, Cody. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, AEW Dynamite. 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 Yeah, looking forward to this week. I don't know what match. I haven't looked at uh, this week's car, but it should be a good show. Now, as far as NASCAR, uh, last week we didn't get into it because we recorded too early, and it was a late race on Sunday night. Uh, it was a cookout Southern 500 from Darlington. Uh, that one was won by Kevin Harvick in the number four. Nice. Um, Austin Dillon in the number three came in second. Joey Logano in the 22 came in third. Eric Jones in the 20 came in fourth. William Byron in the 24 came in fifth. 
Um, so with Harvick's win in that race, he automatically is on to the round of 12. Um, this week, we had a Saturday night race from Richmond Raceway. It was the Federated Auto Parts 400. Uh, that was won by Brad Kozlowski in the number two. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. came in second in the number 19. Joey Logano in the 22 came in third. Austin Dillon in the three came in fourth. And Chase Elliott in the number nine came in fifth. Um, so again, with Brad Kozlowski's win, he also is automatically into the round of 12. Um, with those two races, Danny Hamlin clinched his spot in the play in the next round uh, based on points. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those, so Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozlowski, and Danny Hamlin are locked in uh, as of right now. Uh, so those are one, two, three. Um, Joe Logano is currently in fourth. Martin Truex Jr. is in fifth. Austin Dillon's in sixth. Chase Elliott in seventh. My boy Alex Bowman is in eighth. Uh, Kyle Busch is in ninth. Eric Almarola is in tenth. Which is weird because he's the number 10 car and he's in 10th. Um, Kurt Busch is in 11th and Clint Boyer is in 12th. Uh, the four races on the, as they call it, the, the cutoff line or the, or the bubble. Uh, it's William Byron in the number 24. He's in 13th. Cole Custer, that rookie, or the, well, yeah. I don't think he's a rookie, but the young dude, yeah, the young um, is in 14th. Matty Benedetto is in 15th and Ryan Blaney is in 16th. Um, I think we have fuck is it one one or two more races in this uh, for them to before they could cut it down to 12 tight can't remember but yeah that's the NASCAR playoff picture NASCAR I never say shit during those because I don't have anything to say shit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's so funny so funny <laughs> hell yeah <clears throat> yeah that's all i got yes sir thank you i appreciate that where the fuck can the people follow you follow me at game 44 follow him at game 44 and everywhere thanks nigga talk to you next week thank you Dog, as always, I always appreciate your knowledge and your. What else is good to say? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. You know, I love fucking with you, bro. But yeah, we got some baseball and some other heavy. Yeah, just a scolding. A scolding. Yeah. Like, hey man, fucking, like, realize what fucking year we're in. Scolding. But, uh, we're, yes. we're at the, uh, we're at the last, we're at the final leg of the baseball season. We got about less than 20 games to go. Oh, uh, man. So, oh, man. Which is crazy, right? That is, it is fucking crazy. <laughs> we have less than 20 games to go, and, like, the playoffs are going to start, like, Three week in like two weeks. Oh man! <laughs> so, um, personally, love it, love it. Oh <laughs> man! Because this is just boom, 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 baby. Um, no, that's real shit. But yeah, uh, in the National League, 
the NL East, the Atlanta Braves lead the division with 28 wins, 19 losses. Miami is in second place, surprisingly, with 23 wins, 21 losses. Philadelphia rounding out the top three, just above 500 at 23 and 22. The NL Central, those lovable losers, the Chicago Cubs, are at 28 wins, 20 losses. Uh, St. Louis is in second place, even though they haven't played as many games as everybody else, <laughs> at 500, at 20 wins, 20 losses. And Milwaukee is in third place, oh, at 20 wins, 24 losses. Hmm. Uh, again, I don't know how St. Louis is in second place when they haven't played as many games, but hey, you know, that's, that's fans in baseball. Uh, the Dodgers are, of course, in first place in the NL West, because they're always in first place in the NL West. Um, the <laughs> San Diego Padres are in second place, only a game and a half, two and a half games behind, uh, 31 wins, 17 losses. Uh, Los Gigantes of San Francisco is in third place at 23 wins, 24 losses. And my Rockies, not quite basement dwellers, but might as well be at 21 wins, 25 losses, and three and a half games out of the playoffs. Boy, the AL West. We have the Athletics in first place, 29 and 17. The Astros in second place, those cheating Astros, 23 and 24. And we have the Mariners at 21, 25, third place. And, <clears throat> excuse me, in the AL Central, we have the White Sox sitting in first place, 30 uh, wins and 16 losses. The Twins are in second place, 30 wins and 18 losses with the Indians of Cleveland in third place, 26 and 21. And the AL East, we have those fucking Tampa Bay Rays sitting at the top, 31 17 losses. Blue Jays sitting in second place, 26 wins, 20 losses. Yankees in third place, 26 wins, 21 losses. Those damn Yankees and those damn Red Sox sitting at the bottom. 17 wins. Worst record in baseball. No, no, they don't. The Pirates. No? Oh, Pirates. Always forget the Pirates exist. Yeah. Yep, yep, three games behind. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. But they're 17 and 31. And for all y'all, the Pirates are 14 and 30. But geez. Yeah, it's. Uh, this season needs to hurry be over for the Boston. God damn. Yay. Hey. There's always next season. Yeah, it's all good. Which, which, for the first time in my life, does not feel like a certainty. But in these crazy times, I think it's it's important to check on your mental health. Yes. And uh, that's uh, on that. Dak Prescott recently shared that. Um, his older brother committed suicide during the offseason, which is terrible. And, um, you know, Dak admitted that he was, that he struggled with this. And he felt depression and he sought out help and therapy and he felt that it helped him. And that is great. And everybody should applaud him for being honest and open about that. Everybody except Dick Bayless, who earns a piece of shit award when he was saying that <laughs> Dak Prescott as a leader of the Cowboys shouldn't, shouldn't admit that he is 
battled with depression or that he sought help for depression, that he should just suck it up. Well, sir, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because uh, that's, I, you know, I fucked the Cowboys like entirely. Um, I really have, you know, I want Dak to do well because he's a black quarterback. And, but like other than that, I don't really care. But totally applaud him for coming forward and being like, hey, I had a mental health struggle. This helps me. And I think other people, if it helps other people, they should do it too. And for Sip Bayless to have like this 1950s view of like what a man should be with his fucking emotions and like with his friends and family. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. just suck it up. Like, depression isn't like, yeah. Like, depression doesn't care if you're a millionaire or fucking homeless or. You know, if you've had all this success or, you know, you're just like, walking, it doesn't care. Yeah. It affects everybody, you know, it affects everybody. And like a real measure of strength is realizing that you need help and asking somebody for help. Absolutely. That's real strength. It is. It is. Yeah, and like I, if, yeah Skip Bayless. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Shut it's just up. Like, it's total bullshit to be like hide your emotion don't talk about it push it down like do not fucking do that (laughs) (laughs) no Um, you know especially like you know especially like I think people in like Texas and the south I think you know where that is looked down upon to be like hey I'm having trouble I'm struggling like for the Dallas Cowboys quarterback to be like, hey, I was struggling. I sought help, and it really helped me out. Like, great job. And Skip Bayless, go fuck yourself. Go back to whatever fucking hole you crawled out of. Like, you know. <laughs> I, it just, it really pissed me off. Yeah. I thought, like, Dak was, Dak Prescott did something very brave and very cool, and for Skip Bayless to shit on it. It's just like, it's just like, you know, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. that's not the kind of man people should try to be. <laughs> no, that's why, like, nobody likes Skip Bayless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's buying Skip Bayless jerseys and shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, he's a fucking, he's a, he's a talking head. He's a fucking moron. Um, I, yeah. If I watch Skip Bayless, it's because there's someone else with him that I enjoy watching, or at least I think is entertaining, you know. Um, but yeah, he's I not. Shannon Sharp is also inflammatory, but he isn't like shitting on people being like, "Yeah, I, I sought help for a mental illness." Right, right. No, that's real shit, man. Yeah, Skip. <sighs> but yeah, especially during these cor- uh, these COVID times, you know, like you know, call somebody, call somebody, call a professional, call one of your friends, call your family, talk to somebody, you know, just yeah, just do it. Hey, if you don't if you don't want to talk to your friends or family, DM me. I'll talk to you. Yeah, DM him. DM us all collectively at TMS Report because that's where we are on the internet. Where can they DM you, Julian? They can DM me at Julian C. Mitchell, because that's my name. And you can DM me. I'm at the Beatnik. Thank you guys for listening. Take care of yourselves. 
and each other. Hell yeah.